How was how was early quarantine for you? Honestly, it was paradise. Welcome to the Pure 39 podcast. My name is Ben, and with me as always, it's Sil. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. I promised I wouldn't stay up too late, and I didn't, except I tried to wake up at 11.30 to watch Jimmy Fallon, (laughs) (laughs) and that didn't work. I missed it. But then I woke up at 1 and was awake for like 30 minutes. Oh. I can't do that. But otherwise, I'm okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to stay up and just like stay up to see it. Because one of my favorite bands was performing. And that's really the only reason I wanted to watch it. Gotcha. Um, but, I, yeah, I totally missed it, so I gotta find it online. <laughs> that shouldn't be hard. Yeah, I don't think so. But otherwise, doing pretty well. You know, all things considered. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I feel that. Probably gonna disappoint people. I, I already cracked a beer off... Oh, before recording. one of those, one of those, uh, what was it called? The Wisconsin beer? Yeah, Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow. I, nice. I, yeah, I finished my, finished my work and I'm like, did, did Syl say that she was going to be on at, at seven or eight? I'll just start the beer. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, does, Okay. This is probably a dumb question, but what's the beer like in Russia? Because um, I know they have like a bunch of vodka, but yeah. Uh, so like alcohol in Russia is kind of hilarious because they did have like problems with it, so they've been trying to get better about that in some places. So in Saint Petersburg, they they had basically these same rules before covid happened but they changed them they changed the times so right now and since uh like april you can only buy alcohol between the hours of 10 a.m and 10 p.m so oh it's like ridiculous that if if it's two in the morning and i want a beer i can't go get a beer and as a wisconsinite i'm used to having my alcoholic options um <laughs> the beer is, as an american <laughs> yeah as, well uh, wisconsin though out drinking your state since 1848 oh really <laughs> i didn't know that oh wisconsin is full of alcoholics we had we had like one of the highest drunk driving rates like in the world for a while or like oh, the third geez. highest or something it was pretty bad it's gotten much better but that yeah, was rough. And like you can buy uh, here's here's one. Can you buy alcohol on Sundays in your area? Yeah. Okay. I think that's more widespread now, but uh as far as I know for a long time, uh you could only buy like Wisconsin was the only state where on Sundays you could buy alcohol. Like back in the back in the day. Oh, back in the old days. Also our my favorite statistic favorite statistic about uh alcohol in wisconsin is the the brandy corbell kind of kind of shit brandy kind of cheap but 
they their distribution center in California has two truck lines. One of them goes to the continental United States of America, and the other one goes to Wisconsin because we literally drink <laughs> half of their product. It's ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. But uh, for Russia, I don't really know. So one of my groups of students was actually... Uh, I had, Well, I had two groups. I had a group of like lower level speakers and, and upper level speakers uh from the largest beer company in russia that was actually dope because oh. they would bring me like i would bring them cheese now and again from home and uh-huh. they would bring me beer <laughs> so it was pretty nice oh cool honestly not that good like i think it's like a cut above like normal american beers like bud light or miller light or something and it comes oh, in different, okay. you know, they have their lower ends and their higher ends and their weird stuff. But generally, if it if it's Russian, I I tend, like, and this is also Ani's influence, like, I, I tend to stay away from it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, most of the beer they have here, like, it's all Czech, German, Belgian, whatever. So mm-hmm. I usually just go with that. Um, vodka, I do... Uh, I've gotten some Russian vodka, like some of the, you have to, the cheap Russian vodka is just very bad, but once you get up a little bit, I mean, most people still just drink like absolute or whatever, but there's like some, some higher end Russian vodkas. Um, there's one I want to try called Beluga and that's, that's (laughs) expensive. Like the whale? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like one bottle at the local liquor store and it's like, oh shit. I, oh, let's see. It's like a hundred dollars, 150 more. There's the only one they have comes with like, yeah. And it comes with shot glasses and stuff. So it's like extra pricey, I'm sure, but there's no normal version there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I've tried Mammoth, which is like shaped like a mammoth tusk it's kind of a weird bottle it's kind of cool but it sounds cool yeah otherwise i haven't tried I much in the way of russian stuff i don't think i've even had vodka in like <laughs> a long time i unless it was like in some nice mixed drink oh yeah <laughs> anya made the mistake that's I, I i would never have like a shot of vodka but no, we're not 16 anymore. Well, if it, oh, I, I, I didn't or drink. Or 18. Yeah, 18. There we go. Oh. Or 22 or whatever. Or 20. <laughs> when I started yeah, that's actually drinking. Um, Anya, I watched a movie with Anya. And actually, I watched this uh, on the other podcast as well. Um, and they're they're drinking vodka. And it's a, it's a Soviet film. And mm-hmm. they like got vodka and they got like a pickle. And like some, I think it was herring or something. And the fish? Yeah. And they took a shot of vodka and then ate the pickle and the herring and like a bit of bread or whatever. I was like, and they did a little thing beforehand, like before drinking, before taking the, the shot of vodka, they like blew to the side, like, and then, and then mm. like slammed it. And I'm like, Anya, is this a, is this a thing? He said, yeah, that's what like people will do that. I'm like, I'm going to go do it. And I like grab some vodka and poured a shot. And I'm like, I'm Russian now. <laughs> you had to do that vodka ritual. I mean, the herring ritual with, with a shot of vodka, like following it up immediately with like 
like uh, pickle pickles or like pickled uh, pickled garlic or something. It's actually pretty good. That that like gross spirit taste of vodka followed by the pickle. Does it just like cut the burn immediately and replace it with sour? Yeah, it kind of like mingles around a little and just the the harshness of the, or lack of flavor maybe. It it mixes kind of well, I don't know. I like it, but I'm also a bit biased. It's an interesting experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend a night doing it. I would do it like, like throughout, I could do it like a couple of times, like throughout a meal, have a small shot or something. And then like Mm -hmm. a pickle, it'd be good, but. Nice. Yeah. I know that there was... I saw some headline that said COVID quarantine causing alcoholism. Oh, I believe it. Or spiking alcoholism. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I never really drink by myself anyways, but I don't think I've had much alcohol since the quarantine started or COVID started at all. I've gotten intimate with day drinking. Not while working. <laughs> Not while working. Never before work or anything like that. But yeah, never. Never. Sometimes, like... You know, it's I'm done at 3 p.m. and we start early on a Tuesday, <laughs> like whatever. Much, much more so. Um, actually, this is a good segue. So our our baseline topic for today is uh, quarantine life. How how me and Sil have been living during the quarantine, kind of generally how it's been, and and that sort of thing, and. I don't know. I think it's a, it's kind of overdone, like specifically as a topic, but we'll we'll branch out as usual. I mean, considering yeah. we're eleven minutes deep and only now getting to the, <laughs> to the topic. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but it's a uh, summer was my was my very slow period. Um, mm-hmm. I think at its, geez, at its worst, I had like one class a week or like one group twice a week or something like that it was it was bad it was actually had it already gone online yeah all my stuff went online um i think within march i had actually just gotten a new group in march and i met with them twice in person and then everything went either online or groups just canceled so Mm. it was just I mean, at first it was great, right? Like, I'm definitely the type of person I can just sit around, play a video game for, like, 20 hours straight, and then rinse and repeat. But it did, after a while, like, I had to make a change, you know? Like, it got, I finally, I finally, after, like, three months, I I wore myself out and I was just feeling shitty, so... We can get to that in a bit. Uh, how was how was early quarantine for you? Honestly, it was paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I so okay for anyone who doesn't know, I worked an engineering job. Well, actually, no one would know this, but just so you know, I worked an engineering job for a really long time, and um sometime at the end of last year I was like you know what it's time for me to finally go like I'm over this I just need to go do something for myself so Mm -hmm. I really thought that the year 2020 was going to be like my year to travel to oh no just kind of kind of do what I want and I set a date so 
My last day of work was February 28th. Oh and I already had I already had trips lined up. Like I had plane tickets bought and I was supposed to go to Japan, I was supposed to go to Virginia, to DC. Um kind of kind of a lot of trips actually and stay at places for like a week, two weeks, three weeks at a time. Like I was supposed to go to Virginia for over a month and stay with my uncle. And then two weeks later quarantine started and all of my trips for the year were just canceled and you know what it's at first I was really frustrated and mad but it's not anything I can do and I know obviously in hindsight it was it's a lot safer because if I actually tried to go I probably would have gotten sick and um, it just exposed myself to everything Mm -hmm. but where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, when I left my job, um, I knew I just wanted to take at least a month to just do nothing. And while I was still working, I was wondering if I could even do that. I had been working like really long days, more than 40 hours a week. I was in that corporate America life. Yeah. And... um. I was just wondering if, like, how fast would I get bored? Like, I need to always do something, I feel I felt like, since I was just so used to working and being home all the time, I wasn't sure how I'd deal with that. But once I got home, I was like, I never want to work again. And I, <laughs> I, like, for all of March, that's just how I felt. And then all of April, I felt that way. All of June, I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And... It was just so nice to relax, finally. And I know that it was like strange circumstances and people were getting sick and people were dying and I couldn't go out, but I didn't want to go out anyways. I just like really wanted to stay home. And it was super nice because Animal Crossing dropped in the middle of March and I just put hours on that game and played it like honestly more than eight hours a day oh easily yeah and i was just on the couch playing animal crossing and my sister was home because of covid also so it's really good bonding time we both had animal crossing we were both watching a lot of tv and cooking and yeah so even though it was like super scary for a little bit I just, like, really enjoyed my time being home. Mm -hmm. And our lockdown actually started the day after my sister's birthday. So, like, we always remember that as the day after my sister's birthday. So it was March 17th. Okay. That's when we had, like, the actual no one can leave for two weeks type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you guys have, like, an actual lockdown like that? Yeah, we had... I forget when exactly it was. It w- it would have been like probably that time or a couple days after that, I think. March 17th, mm-hmm. March 20th, 23rd, something like that. Um Yeah, they had I think it was 2 weeks. I forget how it all went. That whole you, I mean, you know, it's all just a blur at this point, but Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, after March, it's a blur. <laughs> yeah. Um it was it was like hard 
hard quarantine. Like you weren't supposed to to go anywhere. They had a a system that I don't know if it got used very much, but like you had to get like a QR code pass thing if you were going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was just straight like not leaving for two weeks or whatever. And there was, I know there was a couple cases um, in and out of, of that time where like an entire building complex would be like extra locked down because like someone would go out and they'd get infected and then like people in the building get infected but was like yeah a cruise ship situation but in an apartment (laughs) yeah Um, right and i mean i've i maybe i've mentioned it before i I forget if, if it came up a little bit but super grateful ultimately that like for our for our work I mean, at least for Anya, like, it was, it was not impacted that much. Uh, mine, I, I, as I said, like, over summer, it got to a, a low point, but it never fully stopped, and it did, mm-hmm. um, like, late spring, and then um, in fall, it picked right back up, but uh, yeah. we were both able to transition online uh, very easily, and even my, my work now... Uh, with the copywriting is I mean you can you can do it from anywhere so that's mm-hmm. super nice but yeah I mean early on I, when Animal Crossing hit I, to her credit Anya did not say much about it but I later learned that she was quite upset I dropped like 200 hours in that game like between March and oh, April yeah. like I was just playing oh, it literally too. all day and yeah and that was kind of like that was my summer i just played so many games and it eventually got like i guess i forget if it was late august or sometime in september but i finally wore myself out like i there was there was actually too much and i was staying up like i would wake up at you know 10 11 12 and then i would stay up until like midnight or 2 a.m or whatever unless i needed to be up for a class just like playing games talking with people whatever and in a way it was it was nice i could play games with some of my friends who had you know their schedule is eight or nine hours off from mine but mm-hmm. it finally like reached a point where i was sick of it like i was just feeling shitty you know like it's not yeah sometimes i wonder like if there's an actual like mild gaming addiction somewhere just because i've been doing it for so long and there probably is to a tiny degree or medium degree or whatever but i eventually just had to like stop so like playing less games uh trying to write a bit more or read a bit more and like set a reasonable bedtime for myself and wake up early and that helped enormously like that's a Mm -hmm. so it's kind of shit like i feel bad that i wasted all that time and i think a lot of people went through that right like there were so many my sister was one of them like making you know we're we're on quarantine like make the most of this time like learn a language do whatever and there was so many people like 
voicing that sort of thing that if you didn't do that, you maybe felt bad. And I was kind of one of those people, but on the other hand, I I went through that. I went I played video games 20 hours a day and at the end of it, like I learned what I needed to do to 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 make myself like mentally healthier. Yeah, I think everybody went through something maybe not something similar, but something in their own way during quarantine. Like yeah. there there was a lot of ups and downs for me and I'm sure there were for everyone. And oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I didn't I didn't burn myself out on Animal Crossing. I just kinda stopped playing mm-hmm. as much. But um I think if I was working, and I'm actually really glad that I got out of my job before the pandemic happened, because if I had to work from home, I would have definitely just quit on the spot. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was something I could do. I mean, I could definitely do it at my house, because all I would need is a computer and like access to the internet and my work emails. But I just... I would get like too stressed out i think um knowing that i was just home and like still had to work i don't know i i i'm very grateful that i didn't have a job that was impacted like you said because a lot of people lost their jobs and i feel really bad oh yeah and or like the people who have to work like frontline workers and I'm so grateful for them. Oh, and God, yeah. No, people, se- several of my friends. People who still, like, have to work at grocery stores and stuff and deal with people during, like, the heart of the pandemic, like, m- months ago. Yeah. That was, that was really good. But, um, yeah, I think everybody just, like, had their own little, had their moments. And I know I did, and... Um, yeah, I saw, like, a bunch of headlines about, like, being careful about mental health in today's climate, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, all all is okay now, which is good. Oh, something else that happened in quarantine, I know this is kind of a strange segue, but, um... My dog lost his eye. That's okay. <laughs> I, would, I, 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 w- I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, that was not on my on my list of, <laughs> of things that I thought you might say. Okay, go on. <laughs> I assume the well, dog I could is keep talking. fine. I, I could have kept talking about work because I did get a job, but it's different. Um, no, around July, my dog just... He, well, so I was also working out a lot in the beginning of quarantine, but then kind of fell off. So I was working out and I went downstairs after my workout for dinner and my sister was sitting next to my dog and was like, something's wrong. Like something is wrong with him. He doesn't want to move. Like he didn't want to lift up his head and like his eye was just closing like one of his eyes was just um like his eyelid was shut Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to walk around and he just wanted to lay down so we were like 
this can't be normal. Like, there's no way this is normal. So we called a few animal hospitals around and nobody really wanted to take him because it wasn't like a critical emergency. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying only people that are only dogs that have like been in fights or something and were like severely bleeding or throwing up or something. So we had to call, we called honestly like four animal hospitals and the fifth one, I think was actually one that was in like my hometown. Um, I called ahead and I was like, Hey, is this, this is critical to us. You know, like everything regarding your animal is important. Oh yeah. But all the other hospitals were saying that this is not important to them. So they wouldn't take him. Will you take him? And they were like, oh, um, yeah, we can see him, but because it's not like, it doesn't sound like a medical emergency, he will just have to wait a little bit longer, but we will see him tonight because it was like a 24-hour thing. Mm-hmm. So we took him to that animal hospital, uh, waited a long time. Long story short, he had really bad glaucoma in his left eye, and so like, I don't remember the numbers specifically, but something like uh, a normal dog pressure, a normal eye pressure in dogs is like 15, say 15. Mm-hmm. And my dog's eye pressure in his left eye was 90. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, they gave us some eye drops and then referred us to an eye specialist because uh glaucoma of that level should really be dealt with by an eye specialist so we took him to one the next day actually they had it uh, i called two eye specialists that they had recommended and they said that they didn't have any appointments for weeks and i was like please this eye pressure is like five times the normal pressure what am I supposed to do about that? Like, I can't just let him suffer for weeks. Mm-hmm. And finally, a doctor in Tustin. Oh, well, that's like further away from me. Of course, uh, Tustin. Tustin, yeah. <laughs> the city Tustin, you know. Um, an eye doctor there was like, oh, that oh, that poor dog. Like, that is, that's so high. Like, that eye is so painful for him. Br- please bring him in. Can you come right now? And I was like, yeah, I can get there right now. So I was like, well, we live about 40 minutes away, so it'll take a little bit, but we can get there. And so, yeah, he went through like a procedure that was initially unsuccessful. So we just opted for, I think it's called enucleation. And so, yeah, we got his eye taken out. So now he has only one eye. He's like a pirate. <laughs> Does he have a little eye patch? But... Did no, you dress uh... him up as a pirate for Halloween? No. What the hell are I you doing? I told my sister we should have, but oh. we couldn't find a good outfit. Because so my dog's a weird size. He's like, he's not small anymore because he's <laughs> he got chunky. So he's like <laughs> in between small and medium. I don't know. Okay. I guess that's not a good excuse. But what kind of, when what, what his breed? surgery was done, I was like, are we, do we have to like 
put bandages on this? Like, is he gonna wear an eye patch? They were like, no, it's just gonna be like a open wound for a little bit. Not like an open eye, but it, it was sewn together. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, so it looked a little crazy at first, and he, he bruised so bad, so his face was like mm. super red and purple, and yeah, but he's all good now. He's had like his hair grown over, and you can barely tell. But yeah, he's a he's a Maltese, so their hair grows pretty long, so it just grew right over I, it. I'm gonna be real. I have no idea what kind of dog that is. Like I can't oh, picture. I can't like, picture it. It's. I saw this um, this TikTok once about Maltese and Shih Tzus. Are there, does and, it look anything like a Shih Tzu? Is it a Shih Tzu uh, with long hair? Like, um. Hmm. Yes, a little bit. They're small. They're small lap dogs, and the TikTok was like zoomed in like on this Maltese's face and it's like <laughs> why are these dogs always 10 years old and always belong to Asians <laughs> so I don't okay. know if you know a stereotype of white small dogs belonging to Asians that's okay I actually <laughs> do him. so that is kind of helpful <laughs> unfortunately I guess and... Maltese the, the breed Maltese is really popular in Korea and Japan Along with like Pomeranians, I feel like I feel like kind of an asshole now because earlier today I was talking about how like small dogs aren't real dogs. <laughs> like if a big dog could eat it, then it's not that it doesn't count. <laughs> I feel like I've met several people who are in that train of thought as well, that I, school of thought. I think if if they're anything like me, um, several of my family members have small dogs in because of my dad mostly um i i really dislike loud dogs or super active dogs or aggressive dogs and the the, the small breeds that i've met have been any combination of those things they're yippy mm -hmm. they're aggressive they pee on our floor it's right yeah so it's just yeah. i think it's just unfortunate luck but yeah, my dog, he was never really that energetic, like, growing up, but he's, he's 14 now, so he's, he's a grandpa. He's so slow and, like, just, chill. he, he doesn't really, yeah, he's chill, super chill, but he is a bark machine, Ooh. and he barks so much because of my other dog, and, uh, we have a husky as well, that's more of a that's that's dog, my style that's that's a the, dog that's, that's what i'm dog, talking right? about yeah that's a that's but... a friend <laughs> <laughs> well we got that husky like three years ago now for wait five years ago now and um before then my small dog just ran the house you know he didn't have to worry about another dog but that dog came in hot and the power <laughs> structure got all messed up you know so, my my small dog is still, like, he thinks he runs the house, but he knows he doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, he barks at him a lot. And it's also because my dog's hearing is kind of gone. Um, uh, he can yeah. hear, but it's, it's 
really it, you have to say things like right in his face for him to hear it um so i think when he sees our bigger dog like running around he gets scared like he gets frightened easily because he can't hear things and now he can only see it with one eye so like <laughs> all his senses are a little bit wonked mm-hmm. but yeah i know a lot of people who are like small dogs suck you gotta get a big dog like some of my coworkers were like that they had like a pit a pit bull they were like i can never get a small dog pitbulls are not the same pitbulls are actually not big enough for me my my preference is literally the bigger the better like we always had uh, like great dane big we preferably we always had saint bernard's <laughs> when i was growing up oh um, those are huge in my like i saw a thing on like the the dogs they use at as like guard dogs or bear hunting dogs in siberia it's like russian mastiffs and they're they're enormous i mean they are they're like a bear and they're just huge and fluffy and i want one but i know it would be like mm -hmm. in an apartment it would just be absolute hell <laughs> Oh, but I yeah. want one. I want to hug one so badly. I really want, like, a medium-sized dog when I get my own dog. And I really wanted a Shiba Inu for a while, but I just, I know I cannot deal with that fur everywhere. You don't want a living meme? No. Well, I do <laughs> a little bit, but I don't. I, I'm also scared because, like, the Shiba Inus you see online, like in memes, right? Mm -hmm. They're all pretty cute, or like mostly cute. And I have run into some not cute Shiba Inus, oh. and I'm just—I want such a—I want a cute dog. Yeah. <laughs> we... But I think I'm—I'm I'm just like I know that the fur everywhere and having to lint roll like every second <laughs> will just be torture for me. Yeah. So I've reconsidered. We we would actually have a dog right now if our landlady was not I don't want to say crazy, but unjustified in her view of what having a dog is like, I suppose. Um mm -hmm. so a while back, um it must have been January or February because it was uh it was pre-quarantine. We went to uh, Anya, no, because I, th I think it was for my, around my birthday, it was like a, a, a surprise that, that Anya had. And we went to a jazz club, and it was dope. Aww. And it, of course, it was very cold. It's, it's the middle of January or whatever. And in one of the metro stations, there was this dog on the floor, like, just chilling. And it was still kind of brisk, like, in the just in the entryway of the metro station or whatever. And the dog was just kind of sitting there. And this whole time, like, both me and Anya were, were thinking about the dog, like, while we were at the show and everything, and eventually got to the point, like, we left early and went back, and the dog was still there, and, on, well, uh, maybe on the way back, I forget the exact order, we got, like, uh, some, some supplies, some food, because uh, we wanted to try to you know help it at least or uh find an owner or shelter or something and mm -hmm. 
we got some supplies and uh two other people ended up like kind of joining us and and helping out and uh anya asked the 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 people i think asked the people at the, the metro or the guards or something if if someone had left it or if it was someone's dog and i, I believe they just said like no it, it's just chilling here or it's just it walked in and yeah it, so these people someone we like got a, a taxi and they convinced the guy to like take the dog or whatever and he went home with the another guy who showed up uh and he ended up not wanting to adopt her because it was like too she needed to be walked too much and she clearly like she clearly she was a little hesitant like she was a little bitey at first like she was snappy um but clearly had an owner like she listened pretty well and she wasn't aggressive generally like ani was able to get a leash on her and stuff but we found out that she had a previous owner i think she was chipped her name was lola and like this person just didn't want her anymore i guess and just like dumped her on the street essentially so of course we wanted to to adopt her and we talked to our landlady and she she seemed really like she wanted to say yes but i think technically it's like her son's apartment technically or something i i don't know the exact dynamic but she said that we basically know because the walls are white like she thought this dog was going to destroy the white walls somehow i don't even know like she thought the dog was going to get filthy and then just brush up against the walls 24 hours a day or something i have no idea but it's it's just such a ridiculous like we would clean and she thought that you wouldn't clean it i guess yeah i don't know um interesting but yeah otherwise otherwise we would have uh we would have adopted her i think that and i want to i i don't know if you've seen it online but there's one there's like a a comic a, a comic meant to make you feel and then it's like information at the bottom and it's about black cats it's like a black cat that gets like dumped on the road or someone swerves to hit it or something and of course like by the end of this comic you're in like tears or whatever because the black cat is like a good a good kitty so i yeah. want to get a i want to get a dog and a black cat is my my end goal nice i would love to have a cat but i'm too allergic to them I think cats just really vibe with my personality. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Um, low maintenance, take care of themselves type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would love a cat, but... So is your landlady the landlady for the whole apartment building? Or just she takes care of certain floors or... No, no. Uh, it's It's literally just our apartment. So the way it works, because like the the apartment building is like a thousand apartments or something like that, or two thousand or fifteen hundred, like it's a ton. That's so crazy. Yeah, like That's huge so things. So I think it's, I don't know. Ani is probably Ani is probably listening and judging my every word here. I think it's like contracted by the city or something and they they like or the city contracts a company to build the apartments and then yeah she's she's off to the side like just mocking me for being incorrect she, she so, just walks in and she's company, like it's not a company no that's also not right people don't own the entire building so like this lady bought okay. bought our apartment and then she's renting it out is how it works 
<laughs> she, hmm. she like walked over makes, and she was just like xing with her arms and stuff. <laughs> you know, Japanese people do that a lot, right? Xing with their arms. I I did not know that was a thing until uh, my friend, who's like one of my one of my oldest friends, uh, so his entire family is like family friends now. Uh, they had a Japanese foreign exchange student, and her, my friend's sister, and her came out to, and and his mom came out to our, uh, our cottage, and they like said something, or my mom asked them something, and the the exchange student like did the X thing, and I'm like, I what? Okay, like nobody really, <laughs> even though it's an obvious motion, like nobody kind of got it at first. So she like kind of said like repeated herself like no thank you and she did it again like the little x and that's how i learned that it was a a thing yeah yeah um i i learned about it on my first trip to japan we like got scolded for taking pictures or something of something and um yeah some lady ran out of the store and was like no no like with her arms and saying no and mm-hmm. we were like, oh, okay, like my bad. And then I th- and then I caught on that Japanese people do that all the time. Do Even my do teacher it? does that. Do you do it now? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> everyone in our family does it. Um, well, no, that's a lie. My sister and I do it, but not not that often. But we do do it. And at work, um, since I work at a Japanese restaurant, my the Japanese people who own the restaurant they do it sometimes I love it and there's the, there's that emoji of the girl doing it and I use that emoji pretty frequently nice that was jealous that was Anya oh was, she cracked a beer no she just grabbed the can and like crumpled oh, it darn I, I thought that was i thought that was my a fresh beer. my second no no our big thing today was uh we got a nice bottle of wine not like Ooh. crazy nice but you know like normal people but, you nuts. know like not five dollar chuck yeah or not two buck chuck what is that i think it's two buck chuck but i think now it's three buck chuck <laughs> Yeah, we uh, stopped in. We took... It was crazy. We went for a walk because the sun was finally out. And by the time... Like, when we were walking back, like, there was... The sky was actively getting darker behind us. And I'm like, that's pretty crazy. Like, I wonder if it's actually going to storm or snow or something. And we went into the liquor store and asked for the, the guy's opinion. Um he knows us at this point so he just he's been spot on with his wine recommendations just absolute banger after banger it's amazing and Love picked us out a nice uh portuguese semi semi dry or semi sweet I, I don't know what it ended up being but yeah and we walked out and it was like a blizzard like it was just snowing 100 percent. it was crazy but yeah cool. we got a wine I... I don't get snow here, so I'm jealous. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to handle snow, like a really cold winter, but I've never even been in snow. 
That's kind of not. I mean, that's not super unusual for how how southern you are. Oh yeah, it's not unusual for like people around here, but for other Americans, maybe. <laughs> it was weird. I mean, here uh, so two winters ago when I came and visited for New Year's, uh, just far clearly more snow than like the city had almost ever seen like they didn't know where to put it all people were were joking that they were mountain climbers because they had to pile it up on sidewalks and stuff like it was absolutely <laughs> nuts um we saw like trucks and trucks like filled with snow just like care trying to carry it places because you know it's not like it's the middle of nowhere and you can just dump it somewhere um yeah and then I last winter that. no snow literally zero the entire winter there was like a couple flurries but it was like bone dry the entire winter maybe it rained a couple times but it was weird hmm. it was nice for walking though yeah yeah um i'm supposed to well i wasn't i was supposed to go to japan next spring and that is already canceled due to japan's travel ban mm -hmm. um so the the goal is to go next september i'm going for like this program so the next intake is in september and it goes into december and it's gonna snow Ooh. most likely because it's northern japan and i'm so excited dude that would be super but, pretty yeah i'm not i didn't realize that you had to like move the snow that's <laughs> that's new to me yeah like it doesn't just melt well and it just... on the roads <laughs> sidewalks are right because if it's like a big city and it snows a lot like yeah you gotta move it or else it'll just pile up uh, yeah i don't know yeah that's that's foreign to me <laughs> i mean the only the weird thing for me was that we don't we don't do it in Wisconsin. I don't think many states have it, but you don't, you maybe you have like winter tires that are just like tires with more tread on them. So you're not sliding quite as much, but mm -hmm. generally you just kind of keep your same tires on or rotate them or whatever. And you drive, you know, carefully, you slow down, you give yourself a lot of distance, that sort of thing. Here, mm -hmm. they have, like, full winter tires, like, studs in them, like the little metal spikes. So oh my gosh. the first time I saw people driving in winter, and it was icy, they were, like, flying. Like, they were going full speed down the highway, and I'm like, how are, how are there not, like, 2,000 dead in front of my eyes? And then I was informed yeah. that they all have metal spikes that are, like just you know <laughs> digging in obviously so, but this whole time i thought just like all these uh, all these russians were just insane oh i would love to see that it was scary it still makes me nervous yeah yeah it's finally cooling down in southern california what is um, what's cool it was really hot oh um uh, low 80s <laughs> just oh my, kidding oh my, okay um, i was so i was about to 
Um, so I think in the forecast for this week, it's going to be like mid seventies, low seventies. I mean, that's maybe yeah. high sixties, which is chilly. Yeah. For Southern California, but not cold yet. Mm-hmm. But what is what is cold? I do remember. Uh, anywhere like low sixties to high fifties is like actual cold. Okay. For California, I'd say. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like 65 is cold. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but those people must not know how to wear like three jackets. Which is funny because I know that in places like back east, 65 is like a beautiful day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a one jacket type of day, but 65 for me is definitely like two or three layers of clothing i've tried so hard not to just like make a bunch of southerners can't handle cold jokes you're making it difficult <laughs> three, that's okay i know three layers i know it's a thing yeah. well i mean i'm a big two-layer person anyways because i love jackets mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm i definitely can get to three layers in some parts of the winter here I mean, it, um, I like scarves and beanies. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, it flips, right? Like, I am awful with heat. I'm just miserable at handling handling hot weather. Um, See, I feel like you could probably handle California hot though, because it's oh, not yeah. humid. I can, yeah. That's actually the problem here. Um, both ways, the. The temperature is much less than it is in Wisconsin because we're right next to the sea. But, and in winter, it's much like the temperature is generally higher. But it's so damn humid. It's like 100% humidity. And it's like just in summer, I'm just dead. And in the winter, like it, the air just bites down to your bone. In Russia? In, in St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. Wisconsin actually has like the same climate as Siberia. Because they're both continental. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember learning in one of my geology, no, geography, geography classes that Mm. our climate here is the same as um, Greece. Ooh. It's like a Mediterranean climate, I guess. And there's, it's only located like three places in the world. One of them is here in Greece. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, summers summers are really hot. They're miserable, but they're not Florida miserable. Oh my god, <laughs> they're I'm... not. They're not Louisiana miserable. I've I've never been like deep south like that, like humid, like Florida or Louisiana or something. I kind of have no desire because of that. Maybe I'd if like it was fall or something, but like midsummer going down to like when people would go to florida for whatever reason just no thanks unless i'm on a beach literally the entire time yeah i had i visited florida several times during the summer and it is horrifying i mean it's it's just so miserable probably be horrifying any time of year in florida really true (laughs) true for certain things yeah definitely I'll expand on that one day. <laughs> um, I visited Japan last year around September, and I had never been during the summer. 
and it is so humid there too in certain parts of Japan and I was just so sweaty the whole time and it's kind of cute because Japan um uh, hand towels are like really popular there like you carry a hand towel with you everywhere you go because one bathrooms don't have paper towels or like a lot of bathrooms don't have air dryers like you're supposed to carry a hand towel with you so you can dry your hands um wild it's less waste yeah and it's it's a great idea and so you also carry a hand towel with you, in the, especially in the summer, because it's so hot. You need to wipe off your sweat all day. I was going to say, you're just dabbing. Yeah, so, um, I, yeah, I definitely carried a hand towel with me, and there were some days I carried two in oh case one was, like, too, too gross. gross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially if it was, like, a heavy walking day, like, it, it was, like, we were doing a lot of sightseeing or something. I would carry one with me. But on the opposite end, um, during winter, I think people carry them in case, like, they get wet from rain. They could just, like, wipe off their face uh, or yeah. hair or whatever. So, yeah. Um, hand towels are a huge thing. Like, every single store you'll go into will sell hand towels. Mm-hmm. Like, little tiny ones. I guess they're also face towels. I always buy them and I use them for my face. But... Yeah, that could have been me during quarantine in <laughs> April. However, yeah. COVID just took over the world. Dude, I had my my summer plans. I was gonna yeah, I was I... gonna go home. Me, uh, my friend from Canada and his girlfriend were gonna come on down. We were just gonna the. Uh, some people might know this. The best day of my life was when that friend came down. Mm-hmm. And we just sat like all day. We went to the cabin. We stayed out for a couple of days. And one day we woke up and we made like a fire in the morning and we just sat there. And then at like noon or something like that, it, we were like, it's it's kind of hot. Like I'm pretty warm. And especially by this fire, it's just kind of unbearable now. And I, I looked at him and I'm like, I have an idea. So I grabbed, we grabbed some of the chairs uh from around the fire we just tossed them in the lake and we just sat in the lake for like eight hours <laughs> drinking and just so just cool. talking and there would be like sometimes yeah. there would be like 40 minutes of silence or whatever we just chilled it was so nice so we were looking to do that, that again awesome. and instead we did not do that again so and even for uh even for christmas like at this point it's just not gonna happen like was like the midwest is <laughs> getting destroyed right now yeah they are totally so yeah if so when travel is safe again probably not even next year or the year after maybe the year after if you and anya ever want to come to southern california you're welcome to stay at my house oh hell yeah oh that would be uh uh, we are a little bit far from LA, but oh, we're pretty close to Disneyland. If you want to do Disneyland, honestly, like probably not. Ani really likes just. That's uh... fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> want to do Disneyland either. Yeah, but no. I know people who visit Southern California feel like they need to do Disneyland. Nah. 
Anya you should be... do downtown Disney, though. She, it's kind of nice. She really just likes walking around. And that's how I am. I mean, I like more nature stuff, but she just likes walking around cities and everything. So just oh, hanging out. Well, we don't have much of that. I mean, even <laughs> just walking around, it'd be, I don't know, certainly to visit. You would definitely need a car <laughs> around here, which sucks. We don't have great transportation. Yeah. No, that'd but, be a nice, um, like, winter. Yeah, definitely. We have a I guest I think the room. next trip I'm doing in uh, in August, my sister is getting married. So I think that's that's going to happen, like, kind of no matter what. Like, I'm not going to miss that as well. And just, I mean, in general, to see my family and everything. But Next August? Uh, yeah, August. August 2021. That's cool. Yeah. Um it w- that'll be like the longest stretch of time you hadn't seen them, right? Yeah, yeah, easily. Um until then the plan was going to be like I came back for Christmas and then I was going to go back in summer and then possibly again like basically twice a year. Mhm. But I mean, I knew the risks. And it's I with it's bad, of course, like obviously I'd rather see them, but like we got my my parents call like once a week on the weekends when they're not you know not busy with work and stuff um they got my my grandpa hooked up with whatsapp and everything so we're able to call once a week (laughs) so it's uh it's not it's not like i can't imagine doing this even like 10 or 20 years ago yeah technology is so beautiful in that way that you can stay connected with people especially during this day and age Mm -hmm. or even like it wasn't until this past summer or maybe the last one like that we finally got internet out at my my grandparents cabin or like internet finally extended that far essentially nice so (laughs) like now even if my parents go out there like they can still call and we can chat and it's you don't have to worry about like i don't know putting that stuff on hold for some reason Mhm. Yeah. Um is there internet like uh is the internet in where you're from in Wisconsin is it still like a big internet company or is it more of a mom and pop company? Um if you're in if you're in like bigger towns or cities it's it's big companies um like my the the internet i had in university at least when i was on my own in an apartment was like charter and stuff um mm-hmm. like my parents house is what was it maybe they got bought out it's called solaris or it used to be solaris it's like sad it's it's satellite internet <laughs> like they don't have oh, okay. they don't have cable going out to us quite yet just because i mean why would you run cable out that far for three people yeah yeah that's what i was wondering because I know uh, that one guy I knew that didn't get Amazon that I mentioned, his internet in his town um, is like this mom and pop internet, and they basically supply internet for the whole town. They don't have like Charter or Spectrum or whatever. Yeah. Bright House or... Um, yeah, our, our internet has been pretty bad because everyone is just home using it Mm -hmm. 
I think it's like that for the whole neighborhood. And that's like a really big problem right now. Like everybody is just flooding the lines. Yeah. Our our internet here was hilarious. Our router like came with the place. Like it's just the one that the previous people had. And it's kind of shit. Like an antenna is broken and it's just whatever. I think it's just old <laughs> at this point maybe. But uh-huh. I wanted, so I got a new router and I went to go hook it up and it had a weird cord. And I'm like, what the hell is this janky ass like soviet technology bullshit weird (laughs) nonsense it turns out it was fiber optic and i just never dealt with it before oh yeah i was thinking it was just shitty really thick cord yeah it was like really good internet not really bad internet as it turns out so yeah yeah that was hilarious that's that's actually oh my dog woke up um that's what i used to do with in my old engineering company internet installation and design okay so yeah i I, i've always wondered like what people's internets are and how good they are because we worked with so many different internet companies Mm -hmm. telecom companies in southern california so i think the farthest our reach ever went was like parts of arizona but it was the jobs over there were really small. Yeah. But yeah, don't have to worry about working there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Well, uh, I think that, you know, that that seems like kind of a, a decent place to, to wrap. It's It's been an hour. It flew by. Yeah, and we barely talked about quarantine. Uh, yeah, I mean, we... We got our light pieces. But we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, it's our it's our starting point. Yeah, and like the most important things that happened during quarantine I mentioned. Animal crossing. <laughs> no travel. My dog's eye. Yeah. I think like nothing <laughs> not a not a hell of a whole lot happened. Um I guess the last thing uh, cuz we didn't mention have have any of your have any of your family gotten covid? Out of curiosity? No, okay. thank God. Um, my dad thought he had it, but he was never tested because he got super sick in February. Mm-hmm. And this was, COVID existed, but it wasn't like a really big national threat because Mr. Trump didn't want to say anything about it, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, my dad got really sick and we were just like, oh, it's the flu. It's the flu. Like you get the flu like once a year or once every few years Hmm. and he he recovered he's good now and but once covid became like more of an issue in america he really thought he had it but he was never tested and um i was like hey don't tell people you had it if you were never tested it's better knowing that you didn't have it yeah you know but yeah, nobody in my immediate family has gotten it, thank- thankfully, mm-hmm. and we're all actually very careful. Like we we wear gloves doing certain things, oh, like yeah. outdoors, um, masks all the time. Like I even wear a mask sometimes with my mom and dad, like in the car, because they go out more often than my sister and I do, mm-hmm. and it's 
nothing personal, I guess. It's just respectful in my in my eyes. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I feel like about masks. Like you're protect you're not only protecting yourself, you're protecting others. Yeah. No, but my Yeah. It's How about you? I mean, it's been interesting. So like my one of my one of my cousins and my aunt and uncle like his parents were uh i was talking to my other cousin his brother who i i talked to out of my extended family i talked to him the most and he said kind of what you like what you just said like that his parents and his brother got pretty damn sick in like february or super early march before it was really mm-hmm. known and in hindsight he's like that might have actually been covid but you know you're not gonna know now um my yeah. brother had it and thankfully oh. was fine like he just couldn't smell yeah. for a while i uh, was a bit tired my other cousin had it and i didn't know about that and i guess he was fine and another cousin of mine had it and i guess he also was fine again thankfully um and then like my friend and his girlfriend had it and that same friend's mom and sister now have it like it's kind of crazy and i don't know if it's just coincidence or if it's wisconsin or what but yeah it could be i don't know a little bit of both and i think because i know the cases are really climbing in wisconsin yeah well and it's just so much there's so much indifference and honestly if it if it weren't for anya i'd be the same way like when it started i'm like like anya wanted to wear a mask to uh to like use the elevator to go down when we saw her parents and i'm like i'm not wearing a mask in the elevator like that's ridiculous and mm-hmm. of course i ended up wearing the mask and now it's like flipped like uh maybe a, maybe a couple months ago um you know, we always, when we get back, we always uh, wear gloves or we're super careful about opening our outside door handle. Um, we, like, don't touch it. And Anya yeah. just, like, touched it with her hand. And I'm like, excuse me? What the what the hell was that? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, no, no. We're not touching the outside door handle. The delivery yeah. guy was, yeah. like, breathing on it. We don't do that. Yeah. So, so she definitely like got me, got me being like super careful and stuff. So in the, the elevator or yeah. in the car or anything, yeah, we we absolutely mask up, um, and in hand sanitizer or like spirit if if necessary, and just being very careful about things. So yeah, we're. All, I mean, it's really hard to convince my dad about cleanliness i mean he no not cleanliness he's he's clean he just doesn't care as much about sanitizing yeah and um protecting himself in that way so whenever we're out um like grocery shopping or something my sister and i are very like do not touch anything other than like yeah the cart your food and then your maybe your wallet to pay that's it do not touch your phone don't go jangling in your in your purse and then when we get home um i like immediately get like a clorox wipe and we Mm -hmm. wipe down like the keys my credit card or whatever my wallet anything we may have touched and then 
we wipe down the groceries sometimes, but honestly, we've gotten kind of bad about that. Um, yeah, we. And then, like, I take the I take the wipe and I wipe every single door in the house, like while it's still moist. Mm-hmm. So, I'm constantly like sanitizing my house and my room. I'm like always cleaning, and I have like this hand sanitizer right next to my door. That like I use when I come into my room, even though it's my room. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I would rather know that germs have not infiltrated my room. <laughs> yeah, we those types of germs at least. We definitely still rinse our groceries. Some stuff we've gotten a little. Uh, um, I mean, we joke that our our windowsill in the so we have like a little balcony area. And it's enclosed, so there's, like, a window from the kitchen to the balcony. And we joke that, like, that windowsill or the, the balcony side of it is, like, our quarantine area. So if it's food that can't be washed, we just, like, leave it there for a while. If it's, like, chocolate or something, right? Um, Just leave yeah. it out. <laughs> Don't touch it for a couple of days and then eventually just it's clean. That's how my aunt is. She puts all her groceries, like, in the hot garage for, like the rest of the day yeah, and man. then we'll bring it into the house yeah i mean i obviously wash all my produce before eating it and like all the stuff that comes in like boxes i know that like the food inside has not been infiltrated so yeah i've gotten i've honestly gotten a little lazy about wiping down my groceries but otherwise i'm very I mean... protecting protective even non-covid like when when me and anya first met even and like since from then to to now um obviously i've she's had to like fight me every step of the way but i'm, I'm glad i'm here now like i never washed my fruit i never washed my vegetables like just frick it just put them in i'm gonna be cooking them anyway so that was the thing um I don't, I kind of blame my parents a bit. Maybe this is like a Wisconsin mentality. Um, of course, we were encouraged to like wash our hands like after using the bathroom, obviously. But like, yeah. if you've been out all day, you like went to Target, you went to a restaurant, you went to wherever and you're like just doing stuff. We never washed our hands like just to wash your hands, right? And mm -hmm. Anya definitely got me into the habit of, you know, you bend in the city you've been on public transit like you get home wash your hands <laughs> and yeah it didn't really click until she like brought up like think of how many people you, you grab onto the bar in the metro right like you know yeah sometimes mm -hmm. she's like how many people do you think grab that bar before you <laughs> i'm like oh oh no where's the sink yeah yeah <laughs> it's just gross give me the soap yeah so i've, I've got I've a lot better been... I've always been, like, kind of, I haven't been, like, a clean freak or anything. I I feel like I'm similar to you, like, but prior to COVID, I would, like, I don't know, go to Target, um, go to the grocery store, the post office, and then not think about washing my hands or hand sanitizing in between those things, but I was pretty much a person who always washed their hands when they got home. And I would always complain about, like, my hands are so dry because I wash them a lot. Um, but now they're just, like, they're like a desert, you know? 
I have to wash them so much, and I mean, I'm just, I'm not really complaining because I'm it's good, but yeah, um, yeah, I do know people who just like never washed never washed their hands, and it didn't like gross me out until COVID. Yeah, that I was guess. just now I'm like, zero oh tolerance. my god, you're not washing your hands. It's an easy like. Here. It's an easy habit to get into. Like, it's not like it's that bad. So. I know. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. But, anyway. Yeah. Our Good little wrap-up. <laughs> yeah, nice, like, 13-minute... Uh, Wash your hands, yeah. people. Yeah. You filthy animals. Yeah. And wash your hands after opening any package you get to your house. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a big one for me. Mm-hmm. You don't know where those Amazon people have been. <laughs> yeah, it's all... Everything... The world is so gross. Just wash your hands. Cleanse yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at peer39podcast at gmail.com. It's peer as in a doc, once again, P-I-E-R. If you're listening to us, hopefully you know that. Uh, you can find us on Google Play, uh, or Google Podcast, rather, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcast thing, uh, Spotify, I believe. Uh, Spotify. Tune in, pod, what is it, pod something. Uh, any Anywhere you get your podcast, really. Anywhere. We should be there pinecast website yeah our pinecast website that we need to like actually create and make it look nice but we're there there. yeah we should do that um (laughs) yeah so no this is uh this has been another another lovely chat yeah as always